0: Welcome back, Millie, to another episode of the Millie Walk Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Armani. This is a podcast created by a Christian millennial for Christian millennials to bring about guidance, healing, and purpose through transparent, authentic conversations. The goal here is to one, make and keep Jesus cool, and to two, give millennials a platform to help us navigate through life following Jesus in a world where isn't always popular. So it's season two, episode eight. I think this is episode eight. Actually, it's like the episode nine. My my brain is is farting at this point. But we're rolling to the end of we're getting to the end of season two. And as always, I just appreciate you guys for always following and keeping up and wanting to be a part of what's going on here at Millie Walk. Um, we're today's episode is going to be actually our last two episodes are going to be centered around the younger generation. They're not necessarily millennials, but Um, They're pretty close to us. I want to say they're Gen Z, Gen X, whatever, something. What's your generation? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, we have a special guest with us today. Um, If you cannot already tell by the title, this is going to be a WTW Testimony Wednesday episode. And um, yeah, we got our little baby this little one is really precious to me to the podcast the people on my team and um yeah just be on the look out for her so I'm gonna let her introduce herself and yeah
1: hi everybody my name is Maya Patterson I'm 17 years old I attend Zion Church of Landover and the fun fact is I'm about to go to college in less than two weeks
0: so I'm ready to go yeah, Pooty Poo about to go to college, y'all. And I don't know why, y'all can't see this. I'm not releasing the video footage of this, but I don't know why she over there looking shy. Like, <laughs> y'all know I'm recording on Zoom now, and it's been an experience, and actually getting to see people on the computer is like, wow. But she acting shy, and it's on me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yes, um, I met this little baby a little over a year ago on the off-script Youth Retreat. And she is truly a gift to the next generation. She, I can't even just say to the next generation. She is a gift within that generation, but she's really a gift to the world. Um, her testimony and just seeing her, I don't really know much about what was going on with you before the retreat, but just seeing her transform from Friday to Sunday and how she's just blossomed throughout Youth ministry so far. She's going to college with my baby sister. She is my baby sister. So I'm just so, so proud of her. And she's going to give our testimony for today. So, oh, actually, wow, I'm jumping. Let's get into the Millie moment. You want to go first, Maya?
1: Yeah. All
0: right,
1: go ahead. Okay. Okay. This week, my, oh, no, it was last week. We get a call Tuesday night and my little sister she's one years old and the babysitter's like one of the kids at the daycare tested positive for coronavirus and you know me like i'm freaking out because i don't know what to do like the babysitter's like she was playing with the baby and all that and they don't know when the baby the baby had got it where the baby got it from so it's just like me and my household was really freaking out and I was, like, having anxiety, and we didn't get tested until Thursday, but my anxiety level was, like, on a 10. Now, usually when I have anxiety, I just, like, I don't know, I just try to ignore it. But this time, I really dived into more of my faith and more of my, my word and the sermons. Like, it was just, it was, like, nonstop prayers, nonstop writing in my journal, nonstop watching sermons. And I had to, like, I think I had to watch – a series. I was binge watching Mike. Mike taught his crazy faith, his series because it was that serious because I was just so... I don't know. Like, I had more faith in the test results than I had in God. So I had to re- re-teach myself how to just put all my faith in God. And I was like, you can... I was like going through the Bible and God was like saying, like, you could pray for anything and just with faith, you can receive it. So... I started getting into it, and I'm still into it. I didn't fall off. Even though we got the test results, and the test results were negative, that that was, like, a a really big blessing because when I am about to go to college and, two, like, I don't want my baby sister to have corona. Like, it just sounded crazy. And all of us, we all got tested. Even the baby got tested. So that just really made me see things differently and really put my faith Back on a higher scale, and it's
0: the lefties. Yeah, y'all gonna see why I said this little girl right here is a gift to the generation. Like, and I just thought about it. My y'all, please, it's it's the end of the season. My mental is like, oh, and I totally forgot that I did not tell y'all what a Millie moment is. But at this point, you know, I'm gonna assume that y'all already know. Anyway, but we're gonna go ahead and double back. So, Millie moment is a moment that caused you to be obedient again, well, going against the grain calls you to be obedient, so like Maya said, um, even though she's saying that that wasn't really her her go-to, just actually, let's keep it simple, a moment of obedience, and so my really moment for this week is going to be um, really, like I told y'all, my mental has been all over the place, I started a new job, well, I started a new job a couple of months ago, but I started in a different position, and um, they actually About two weeks ago, like, to be actually, no, maybe like three weeks ago, beginning of July, I started in a different position, which is totally different from what I was doing before. I had just got really acclimated in what I was doing before, and now they have me, like, in a different position, and y'all, this is, like, my first, like, not my first, but my first, first, like, big, 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 big girl job. Like, I'm a contractor for the federal government, so the pressure that I have of this job is a little bit different from the pressure of my old job. Like, it was a big girl job, but my managers were like... (laughs) me like I, it was just it was my girl job but not really so I just have a little bit more responsibility metrics and all that other stuff and I was really nervous like it's just been a lot of things that have had me off center and I used to make a habit out of just changing my environment when I started to feel off like when I mean, it was it wasn't that I couldn't get into my word but it was just like mm, it wasn't hitting how it would normally hit so I was like you know what let me just go ahead and get back in my happy place and I took the time I don't know how it ended up being like, God is just so funny. Cause I don't understand how like this happened on one of the hottest days of the summer, but I felt so off and I wanted to be back. Like, I love being by the water, whether that's the beach, a lake, a pond, whatever. I'm just, I'm a water person. I'm, I'm a Pisces. So that should tell you all you need to know. Um, and I woke like Friday night. I was just off. Like I didn't, I didn't really have a good week. And I just, I was off. And Friday, I was just, I was really, it was crazy because I was trying to, I like, I called my brother, I called my best friend, like, I just need bedtime. Like, my brother and my best friend are the two people that I go to when, like, I really just need to just get it out. Like, and I know they, I mean, my friends don't judge me, but they're like the people that I go to when I I just need to let it out. I don't really need you to tell me anything back because I already know what I should be doing or whatever the case is. I just want you to listen. And it was crazy because both of them were unavailable. And God was like, Armani, like, why are you trying to go talk to other people? Just come talk to me. Like, and it was crazy because I felt like I already talked to God. Like, it's just, I already took it in prayer, but my spirit still wasn't right. So the next morning I was like, you know what? Let me get up. we to go some water. I thought about driving to the beach and I was like, yeah, no, I can't fake that today. Like it was Saturday morning and like 11 o'clock and it was already like 90. I think it was like 91 degrees when I decided to go. (laughs) And I was just, I went to the pond by my house. I laid out my blanket, I took my Bible, I took my journals, I took my planners and all of that just because I wanted, I needed time in my word, but I really needed time to refocus and like really just shift my life. Like I felt like things were getting so out of control and I needed time to like sit down in my planner, sit down in my journal. And then I separate, like I have a different notebook for my my goals and like different things that I want to achieve. So I pulled that out too, like just trying to get a visual where I wanted to be in December, where I wanted to be in July. And it was really like, once I got out there, i was just like, oh, I already talked to God. So I didn't, I kind of underestimated what my connection was going to be out there. Cause I'm like, I know I connect easily by water, but I'm like, I already took this to God. I don't understand why I'm not feeling at peace, but the level of peace that I got. And then I was, I still t- took my Bible to get into scripture. And it was crazy because Job, if you know me, Job is one of my favorite Bible stories, chapters, mm-hmm. whatever, like you want to call it. And I've read it so many times but God was just telling me like go back. Like go back and I literally started Job over from from um the first the first um what am I trying to say? I'm losing my words. From the first not the first book, the first like what is it? The first chapter? Yes. I don't know why I'm like brain <laughs> right now. <laughs> I started Job over from the first chapter and literally, like, God was just exposing, so, like, just giving me brand new revelations, and it was literally just what I needed to get myself back in alignment, and, like, feel okay, and feel at peace again, so, y'all, y'all know I don't like the heat, like, I would stay inside all day if it's hot, and it was a fight for me to get outside, and, like, (laughs) I literally had to force myself to get back, and and it was crazy, because, I'm telling y'all, it's so hot, and I waited so late to go, so it was like, just warm, it was getting hotter and hotter, and I'm leaving the house, and my grandmother's like, where you going? I'm like, I'm about to go do my devotionals outside, so she was like, outside, and I'm like, yeah, just, I'm just as surprised as you, (laughs) like, um, but yeah, that was, it was just what I needed to get back and center, and really, like, just gather my thoughts again, so yeah, like I told y'all's testimony, Wednesday, we're going to get into my testimony. I'm going to let her take it away from
1: here. Okay. My testimony is going to be about this school process and how it just all happened for me and how I ended up going to Winston-Salem State. <sighs> so my four years of high school was, I want to say it was bad, but it was like, it was average. Like my first year, I, I did okay, but it was like my first year. Like I, I wasn't really feeling the school. Then second year, I'm like, okay, I'm getting better. And then 11th grade year is when most of it really changed for me because that's when I started youth ministry also. So once I started, I don't know, like once the spiritual part of my life started, like to change and get stronger, there was like a trickle-down effect. Like every, every other part of my life was seeing positives and just increasing and things like that. So then 12th grade came around and I thought like my grades are average like I'm an average student so I'm probably not gonna get into these top big schools like like Harvard or anything but I know I want to go to HBCU and I want to go to a good school so so I think I kind of like underestimated myself because I end up getting accepted to more than 20 schools and I can't I don't even know I can't even list all the names of them but I think, like, that really boosted my self-esteem. So once I, like, narrowed down my schools, that's when coronavirus had just came out. So now I was so upset, and everything was just, like, falling apart. I don't know why, but it felt like God was just snatching everything away in my life. And And I honestly think it was because I got very comfortable at where I was, like, when God wants me to get, I don't know about everybody else, but when I know God wants me to get uncomfortable, he will give me, like, these dramatic signs, like, okay, I see you, I see you. So, the first sign was probably, like, coronavirus. Then, I couldn't work anymore. I couldn't go to school. I wasn't learning anything. Like, we had online learning, but it's just, like, they giving us assignments, and then they, like, missing work don't how, so I'm like, okay, I already don't have to do this. Like, once my grade gets to A, I'm not doing no more work. So then I had stopped doing work because my grade was already at A's. And I'm like, what's the point? Then that's when I had started getting my financial stuff for school. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for school. And I ended up narrowing it down to Winston-Salem State and Bowie. Winston-Salem State ended up becoming like, Not my dream school, but I just knew that was the school I wanted to go to. And my mom was like, Well, Bowie is going to be your second option. Like, if I don't, she doesn't have the money to pay for it because my mom is a single mom. And I mean, my dad helps out a little bit, but it's like mostly my mom and has always been like that. And now she has a one year old. So she can't give all her funds to me. Then what happened? Oh, okay. So it was, it was like a battle, that's when it came up, like, that's when the, I don't, I don't want to say, like, life had hit rock bottom for me, but it kind of did hit rock bottom, because I wasn't, God took away my job, he took away my school, I wasn't talking to my friends, and was like, he took that away, he took away church, I'm like, you really gonna take away church, though, like, that, like, like, that's my place every Sunday, like, church was always my it was, like, my happy place, and that's where I really got peace. So once I couldn't go to church, like, yeah, my church was good, but, like, I was getting a little depressed. So then my mom had set me down, and she's like, I don't know how to pay for school. Like, what was it? It was, they gave me the most money. They paid for more than half of my tuition covered, but it was, like, that other couple of thousand dollars that we looking at, like, mm, I don't know if that's going to get paid. I was that, and then <clears throat> Bowie. On top of all of this, Bowie was losing my papers. They was, I don't know what they was doing. They lost my financial aid. They was telling me I had to pay stuff, and I ain't even enrolling in a school yet. I didn't even say I was going to the school. I was saying it was just it got bad. So I found myself like at a really dark place because I wasn't. I was staying with my grandmother also. So I was like, I was missing my mom. I was missing my sister, and it got really bad. And it got so bad to like the point I was just sitting in my, I was sitting in like the basement one day, and I was just crying, crying, crying. And God was like, "You not keeping faith in me? Like I can do anything. There's nothing too big or too small for me to handle. Like if you just get, if you just let go and just, just put all your faith in me, then." there's no, there's no problem, like, I got you, but I heard that, but I was still kind of, like, ignoring it, I was like, yeah, you say it, but, like, why would you let, why would you let all these bad things happen to me, like, why did you take away my graduation, you took away my prom, but you said, you got me, though, you got me, but you taking away everything, and I think that that was God telling me, like, you need to, you need to stay still, you need to learn how to All your faith in me because I was putting it everywhere else. Like, I was just, I was just, I don't know, I was angry all the time. I was mad all the time. I had an attitude all the time, just walking around with an attitude just because. And if you like, God's like, I can handle all that. Like, put all the anger in me. Give me the anger. Give me the attitude. Like, just talk to me. So I heard it. I'm like, all right. So I start writing a little bit. And a half a page turned into a page. One page turned into three pages. Then it turned into, like, five pages of just me writing and venting how I feel. And after that, it was just like, God, I was just like, I don't know what happened. I think I fell asleep after. Tears all down my face. I don't know how it happened, but it was like, it wasn't a dream. But It was like something I heard in my dream. It was like, you're going to go to college, and you're going to be covered, and all of this, all of that. So after that, I just learned how to, I learned how to, I don't want to say, like, just be still and be obedient with God. I went on a fast. It was a fast, and I think it was two weeks, and I drank, like, straight water, because I was trying to, like, let God know, like, hey, I'm here. Don't forget about me. Like, I'm being obedient, Just, just like you said. And after that, I was getting deeper to my word. And just things like that, and I think the the financial aid counselor had called just as the the fast had hit two weeks. It was like I didn't even plan on fasting for that long. I didn't even know. I was just fasting, just a, like I didn't have like a time limit. So on the fourteenth day, the fourteenth, I will never forget this. The financial aid counselor from Winston was calling. No, he had called. No, he he had called me and I had added my mama three-way, and this is after days of me emailing them, after days of me calling because it was like an automated voice, voice matching system just saying leave a voicemail. I done left probably over a hundred voicemails. I know they had a thousand missed calls to my number. I could go back and look. It was probably about to get 25 emails. I got me on the 14th day, and he was like, "Well, the bill isn't as much as you think," and I'm like, "What?" And then me being, like, the first. My mom didn't go to college. Well, she went to college, but she didn't really finish college. And that was, like, um, I'm not trying to call my mother old, but, like, that was a a while back. Like, they don't do stuff the same. Like, they probably need her, like, (laughs) So, (laughs) so he was just, like, I think the bill had probably went down a good couple of thousand dollars after just listening to that man talk and calculating the numbers. And I'm like, wow, like God really had me. Like he, he was, he did what he said he was going to do. And maybe if I would have just did this in the beginning and never started worrying in the first place, then I probably would have been there. I think I was just like, everything happens for a reason. It's no situation I'm going to go through for no reason. It's, It's always something at the, at the end of the tunnel. So I'm just thinking, I'm like, maybe God put all these things in my life just for me to learn how to be obedient and how, how he can make things change when when he knows it's ready. It's it's not going to happen when I want it to happen. It's going to happen, like, when it's the time. Because he knows when, I don't know. He just got, like, he got the whole little plan out. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. But, like, I'm on step three. And he probably done already wrote my whole steps out, the whole plan, step 1,025. Like, it's like that. So. And then after that, I'm like, man, I'm going to Western. Like, then the program I was in, they told me they was going to pay my housing fee. I'm like, wow, like, I'm really going to college. (laughs) And I remember just crying that day because I was just so thankful. And I I don't even, I can't even explain in words how thankful I am. I try to, I try to tell God I'm thankful every day, but no amount of words can express how, how just grateful I am that he is who he say he is and he does what he say he does and even when even when we don't even deserve how we, don't, yeah, we don't even deserve for the blessings that he brings into our life but I think we forget who he is sometimes like I try to I can't even thank him for every single thing in my life because it's just that many blessings everything is a blessing just to be here is a blessing so I just try to you know, put that in like my daily routine and just like talking to him, and even um when was this like a couple of weeks ago, I'm looking in the the student accounts thing, and it's like a grant for two thousand dollars. I'm like, man, God' know what he's doing he he know he know what he's doing, and I'm like he probably put it put me through all this to get my testimony on this podcast, so so I could just that's the next person so yeah, that's
0: my testimony, yeah. I just want to tell you the king. I know I'm not the only person to be like, there's no way she's 17. Like, it's, it's no way. It's no way. And literally, it's, all I have to say is there's no way she's 17. <laughs> <laughs> like, at 17, did I know Jesus? Yeah. Like, was I, I was actually serving in ministry, but my uh, mental capacity to really understand God's timing was nowhere near that mature. Like, bruh first off my Maya and like my birth little sister are going to be at Winston together so if you um live in North Carolina (laughs) um you know you don't live too far from Winston hit me up because I'm just taking some road trips down there even though I really like I trust them like I know they 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 both 17 right now so I know that they you know they God got them though that's all I'm gonna say y'all and I'm so so proud of your obedience, your Thank you. spiritual maturity. Cause I can sit, like I can say for myself, I can say for so many other believers that at 17, we didn't have the wherewithal to be like, let me go fast. Like mm-hmm. that's, or l- let me get into the word. Let me go pray. Like that, that wasn't a first response. I just commend you. And knowing literally you, you said a word, like God's time, God literally doesn't know what time is. Like we always say, you know, God God, God has his own timing, but God does not Mm -hmm. know what time is. He, he stands outside of time. And I think we, we put ourselves in holes and we put ourselves in dark seasons because we want God to operate on time and he doesn't know what it is. And it's like, one, Mm -hmm. we we get ourselves hung up because we really like, we, I tell people all the time, we say that we trust God, and in theory, like, we do, on the surface level, we do, but when it mm-hmm. really comes down to the deep things, like, the really, the things that we really want to see come to fruition, the things that we really want, in the back of our, like, in the back of my mind, the bottom of our heart, we don't trust God, and he shows us every time, like, okay, you don't want to trust me, like, and it's cute to say, yeah, God, I trust you, but <laughs> God knows our heart, like, but, you know, people love to say, "You know, Jesus know about heart, he sure do, and he know that you lying. He mm-hmm. know that you fronting." And it's it's your testimony proves that God knew that you weren't trusting Him in that moment. Like He knew I can't. He already he had the plan out from the beginning, but He knew I couldn't just sit in your lap. Like mm-hmm. He needed to withhold some things from you to get to unlock that next level of your faith, to unlock the the next level of you practicing obedience and practicing fasting. Like this, that moment, those two weeks are really going to, uh, you, you have no idea how that's going to impact your college career, because it's going to be, if you think, and I was talking about this the other day, if y'all think that y'all done been through some stuff, just wait till you get to college, like, <laughs> life, like, life, none of us are absent of trials, and I, I think that God continuously shows us things, or puts things in front of us to show us that we can, we can stand more, like, He's never going to give us more than we can bear and it's like I'm just pruning you right now like you're going to hit some stuff in college that you're going to need to come to me like you're going to need to get in prayer it's going to be things that no professor going to be able to fix no advisor no no roommate none of that you're not going to be able to go to nobody but me and I'm training you right now before I put you into that dorm room to come to me before before things get crazy like and it's 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 so hard for us to understand that we have to go through these lessons like it's hard in the moment but it's so worth it and it's a lesson learned really like it's it's yeah it's really a lesson learned but that was that was amazing and y'all I just want to know she just want to tell y'all she didn't tell me this before uh, before we recorded so <laughs> here <laughs> but, but yeah um as always y'all thanks for listening um I really hope I hope that this, her, my testimony really blesses, um, blesses you all in ways that only God can do one. And that it teaches, it teaches the, the value of prayer, the value of fasting, the value of obedience, and really going to God before, before we cry or like going to God without worrying and going and like going to God with just leaving everything his feet. So I'm going to let Maya
1: close us in prayer and we're going to wrap this little thing on up. Okay. God, I want to ask you just to bless everybody that's listening to the podcast and even people that's not blessing. I'm listening to the podcast. God, we're thankful for everything that you've done and the things that you still and will do in our life. God. Um, You just, we, I can't even express the, how much gratitude we have towards you. We love you. And I just ask that you cover everybody in this season of darkness, even in the times where they just don't have the faith to keep going or just to continue on, oh God. I'm thankful for you. And I'm just asking that you just install a new, a new level of faith in everybody's life. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. All right, y'all. So this um, wraps up episode 9. Thank you for tuning in. As always, if you're interested in coming on and um, just sitting down for a conversation on a classic episode, giving your testimony or um, just giving us a revelation or a devotion that God has given you, send us an email or a DM. As always, our Instagram is Millie Walk Talk Podcast. That's M I L L I W A L K T A L K Podcast. Um, our website is MillieWalkTalk.com. Email MillieWalkTalkPodcast at gmail.com twitter millie walk talk you know you can find us on pretty much any um social media platform just to give you guys a heads up next week's episode will be the last episode for the season we're going to take about a month break so we will have four or five weeks of no episodes but you can always tune into old episodes my um, email my dm our instagram will still be active so just um you know if you want to join us in any way don't hesitate to reach out and i appreciate your support so thanks for tuning in guys see y'all next week